Hi, this is John Walton, voice of the Washington Capitals, and you're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Yeah, so I, um, I, I posted on social media that uh, I am selling my van because, like, it, it was – I took it to get inspected uh, for safety, and, like, it was – they were like, yeah, like, you're – no, this isn't going to happen. You're going to need about $1,500 <laughs> worth of work to repair it. And I'm like, oh, well, it's worth about, like, four. So I'm not going to do that. That doesn't sound like a good idea. Um, but, I mean, I've had it for 12 years now. It, it's it, We've had it the entire – like, Jax was, like, five months old when we bought it. So, like, we've had that vehicle almost the entire time that he's been born. And, I mean, 12 years is a pretty good run, especially on, an, on a vehicle that was a few years old anyways. It was a 2005 uh, Dodge Caravan, so. Hey, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's – it's weird, like, you don't want to get sentimental about, like, things, you know, like, about stuff, but, like, it's it's still, I mean, your, your vehicle's kind of your home, and, like, it's, you know, people tend to make attachments to things like that, you know, like, yeah, and because I'm a nerd, like, I, I, I think of it <laughs> like, like my own Millennium Falcon, you know, so, like, just imagine how upset people would be if the Millennium Falcon, like, you know needed well actually no it does always need like three thousand dollars worth of work doesn't it <laughs> yeah but like han is like no it's my, it's my car i'm gonna keep it I'm like okay man you maybe, you should get, maybe you should get a new ship dude <laughs> like no i like this one <laughs> super fucked up give it super fast yeah but i feel like you know it being just sort of a uh a, a standard like it's a corellian ship you know, probably with some aftermarket parts, you could you could do that again. That that's a thing you yeah. can do again. Not only that too. Like let let's let's discuss <laughs> this part for a second, right? So if you've seen Solo and you've seen like all of the other Star Wars movies, right? So like when we first see the Millennium Falcon, when Lando has it, that shit is shiny and pretty and <laughs> has like all this cool shielding and stuff like that. And Han just proceeds to keep it for like essentially like 20 or 30 years and just run that bitch into the ground. Like mm -hmm. he never puts any money into it. He doesn't care about it. Like he could have easily upgraded it. He could have put some like, I don't know, like replaced the armor or like, I don't know, take out the rust spots and shit. Nah, he didn't give a fuck. And like... <laughs> It just, I mean, once he started working for, like, you know, the the, um, the Rebels and, like, the Rebels, t like, we they defeat the Empire, you know, spoiler if you've never seen Star Wars. Um, oh, no. Oh, oh man. No. They win in the end. Oh, for a 40-year-old movie. Yeah. Crazy. So, so, like, once they win, right, and they take down the Empire, you would think that, like, I don't know, his wife, you know, the rich princess of Alderaan would be like, no, nah, no, nah, I got you. I got you. Boo. Let me, let me, let me do some upgrades on this piece of shit. It's going to be flying around me and our children. Like, no. Well, in fairness, she's no longer the rich princess because the planet doesn't exist anymore. Um, yeah, true. Also, yeah. something I, I'd forgotten that they've now, since uh, retconned into, in, the, in the canon, is um, maybe Han is keeping that ship because it's the last vestige of, you know, the, the robot girlfriend of his buddy. <laughs> because... Yeah. Yeah, that's maybe the most fucked up thing in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, just put her in the ship. Why not? 
Yeah, sure, whatever. She's only in a being with consciousness. What do we care? Like, fuck it. Strap her into the computer. Like, the pre- you know, and, and that's actually, I'm glad you brought that up because that's a really, really troubling thing about Star Wars, right? Droids. Droids are sentient in the Star 100%. Wars universe. Yeah. And they're treated like slaves. Oh, it's real bad. And nobody really talks about it. And like... It's it's this weird like joke in in Star Wars where everybody shits on C3PO, and he just takes it. He's like an he's for the most I mean he's a little prissy you know and it gets annoying but like at the same time too that's a that's a nice dude man like he he translates everything for you like mm-hmm. you know Luke Skywalker's like hey pretend to be a god and he's like that's against my programming and he's like just do it and he's like eh, all right fine and then does it <laughs> like it it's just just in general and like man boy does han solo treat him like dick the entire series like every chance he gets he's just like he's like fuck you 3po and people are like why are you so mean to him and he's like because fuck that guy and you're like all right (laughs) no like it's yeah that's the thing is like the one droid we saw who was like droid rights is the one that got nearly killed and had her consciousness uploaded into a ship and you're like, oh, that's that what you get less. for fight. That's what you get for fighting for your rights. So, Ugh. yeah, exactly. Ugh. See, yeah, it's, it's Ugh, up. so gross. Yeah, <laughs> way to go, Star Wars. Way to go. Good job, everybody. Way to pull it together. <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> great job, guys. Yeah, doing doing great work there. Um, but yeah, like it's. I'm not even gonna buy a new car. I'm just. We're going to function off of one vehicle. That seems weird, too. But here that we are. That is a downgrade, but it's not necessarily one you can't swing. It's yeah. not so much a downgrade. Like, it's more like, could we get another vehicle if we needed to? Yes. But, like, do we need to with, like, the fact that most places now you can work from home? And then on top of that, like, I live all of, like, five minutes away from my workplace. So... Why would we really, really need to buy another vehicle other than like just complete and utter like laziness? Not even laziness, but just just like no, I I need a car. Well, why? Because you have to drive to work. Well, yeah, but don't you live like right across the street from your workplace? Well, yeah, but well, can't you also work from home a lot? Um, yeah, but I mean, I, I need a car. Well, why? Because I need a car. Like, I mean, it's there's, convenient. I, I yeah. get it. Yeah, it's just like we already have another one, and like it's not like I mean, Sandy stays home with Jax, so why do we need another one right yeah. now? You know, unless I just it just seems like it's such a luxury and like such an unnecessary purchase. And like I say that, and then like a year I'll be like, I bought a new car. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really no, I, I I think right now the focus is going to be um, a house. I think a house is the next focus. So. That's the other reason, too, is like, do I really want to put another car like on my credit, basically, or do I want to wait and buy a house? So it's like, yeah, I but no, I, I, dude, I I am in a position right now. Like My car is fine. It, it gets the job done, but it's it's got like manual windows and shit. Um, <laughs> so I'm just like, I could, but I just paid it off. So do I really want to? you know undo that for a yeah. couple little conveniences no it's not worth it yeah right yeah manual windows though man there's just something like 
something cathartic about that. Like when you have to like roll your window up at somebody. Yeah, and, fucking like, you're like, say that to somebody else, somebody who hasn't been using a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I had them for years, okay? Like, oh yeah, no, so, same here. <laughs> yeah. And so they then, still, they still technology suck, advanced. Yeah. yeah. Into the no. mid-80s. <laughs> <laughs> like, you literally have to, like, get yourself angry just to roll or roll up or roll down the window. <laughs> like, like, fuck, let me do this. Like, you have to, like, talk yourself into it. Yeah, no, it's not, not pleasant. Like, <laughs> angle your shoulder and sort of really get the good leverage. Oh, yeah, you really got to crank that shit. Um, it was funny, too, because I was, like, getting all nostalgic. I was like, I'm going to miss this fan. This fan was good to us. And then I started thinking of all the shit that was wrong with it. And I was like, man, I had to put a new goddamn uh, alternator in this thing. I had to put a new gas tank in it at one point because it had sat for, like, a year and, like, the all these seals on it dry rotted. I was like, man, fuck this car. So like, I started getting mad at it, and I was like, "There you go, like get mad at old Yeller before you have to shoot it, you know? Like, <laughs> go on, get dog, dog, fuck you." <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So hello, friends who are listening. We appreciate you, all of our wonderful, wonderful and beautiful uh, Patreon subscribers. You know, I I forgot to mention one of our newer subscribers, and that's that's my bad. So I'll have to make sure I shout that out this time. So, yeah, we did add another person to our uh, list of patrons. We have Jess, we have Amy, we have Mariah, we have Misty, we have Miranda, and then we also have uh, BJ as well. So that he was the first foray into the uh, males who are subscribed to our Patreon. Oh, so shit. we we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Thank Probably you. Yes, thank you. Uh, oh, also, too, Amy gets her GGR sticker very, very soon. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, as far as the patrons go, I mean, I, you guys already know about it, I would assume, because they read the group page. Like, we've got some some pretty exciting goddamn news that we're going to be in D.C. August 22nd doing our first panel ever. Like, I'm so fucking excited about that. Like, Talking to maybe people. Maybe yeah. at a at a bare minimum, at least one person, because Yuli will be there. That's true. There's <laughs> we're we're gonna be in a room. There's gonna be microphones. Oh <laughs> shit! Whether there's an audience or not, I mean, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure we'll get some we'll people at a, at a bare minimum. Yeah. Well, we have at least one. Uh, one guy in the group said he was gonna he's gonna uh, show up that day. Hey, oh, yeah. Now, yeah, we're on two. Oh shit. Hey, there we go. You know what? That Slowly is one building. more. That is two more than absolutely none. So outstanding. Uh, we also, I mean, potentially we can have some more people too. Um, um, we're, we're working on the logistics. We're going to see if we can get, because like we want to have a lot of, we, in a perfect world, we would have had a lot more of our um, GGR staff like on this panel because of what we're talking about. We're talking about like the importance of being an ambassador to the geeky world and not being, a, you know, a gatekeeper or, you know, as the kids like to say, a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going juice bag there. I mean, I could have gone juice bag. I haven't used that one in a while. Yeah, don't be a juice bag. It's a good phrase, man. Um, but yeah, like with technology, like being what it is, we may be able to pull this off and have some of our other um, members and our other contributors join us, but like the problem is one, the, it, there's still a pandemic out there, so it's not like everything just went away. It's not like you know, like Trump predicted where it was like, hey, it got hot, and now the virus got burned off. We're good. 
no, that shit's still out there. Um, and like, for instance, we had asked, um, we had asked Camille Richardson if she would join us and uh, she had to decline just because of, of health concerns like that too. And that sucks. Um, and then like, for instance, Mariah is in Alabama. So, I mean, like feasibly could she could get here? Maybe, possibly, we're still trying to see if maybe we can pull that off. But like, yeah, it's just, it's not, it's not easy. And there was a really funny post that came out recently that was saying like, when by the, by the time you're 35, you only have like two friends and they both live in different states. And there's, you have like 700 people that you know online who you will easily defriend in a moment's notice if they disagree with you about a comic book movie. And I thought that was very fitting, <laughs> especially for our group. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, but like, step out of line, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Man of Steel was not that bad. Shut the fuck up. Um, Conversely, it is also not the greatest thing since sliced bread, so shut up. Also not that, yes. Yes, and if you disagree, then... <laughs> did you say, say uh-oh? <laughs> and say, just, just don't let a certain sect of fans of a particular director, you know, hear about that. Oh, so, yeah, so. yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Well, <sighs> those guys are all dicks, anyways. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them in the eye. Uh, so yeah, lots of good stuff coming up. Uh, a panel at AwesomeCon. Uh, in fact, Monsieur um, Cheeser Brooks is going to be there for the entire thing because, like, okay, you got to MC, you got to let me know, man. Like, how fucking like psyched are you that that cons are back? Very. <laughs> On a scale of uh, like one to one to ten, are you like a thirty-five right now? Yeah. So, you know, like, you, you both had dogs before, right? You know how, like, dogs are always excited, like, when you walk through the door after you just haven't been there for a number of hours? Yeah. Like, I'm there. Like, it, it, it <laughs> but it still hasn't even hit me that, like, like, Blurred Con's in a week and a half. Yeah. You know, like, 11 days, I'm going to be there in yeah. person. Just which is tail, it feels tail, really tail wagon, just, just happy to be there. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of, it's kind of surreal. So I mean, like I'm, ex- I'm, ex- I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited. On some level, I'm still nervous too because you know, like we're not out of the woods. Yeah. But you know, I'm like I'm vaccinated. I'm gonna be masked up the entire, you know, the entire time I'm at any of these events. And uh, you know, for the most part, they, the, the, the cons themselves appear to be, you know, taking uh, the protocols very seriously in terms of what's going to be allowed and what they're going to require of people who are attending. So that makes me feel a, a little bit more comfortable that they're not just going to be like, well, open season, have at it. Yeah, I was actually really impressed with what AwesomeCon's protocols were when I looked over it. Like, it's not just like, uh, pandemic's gone, have fun, nerds. Like, they have some actual rules in place. And I was, I, I'm not like, I don't... Uh, could they be better? Yeah, obviously. But like, it's they were still really, really good. And I was like, all right, I'm glad that they have something in place. And it, it actually made me feel a little bit safer too. So it was encouraging for sure. Yeah, and then that, I think ultimately that's just that's that's going to be the best thing for cons because I, I know literally every con website that I've been to in the last um, <clears throat> couple weeks have all been like. Yeah, we lost like 90% of our revenue from not having anything last year. So, you know, it's very vital for them to make sure that, you know, people that people are coming. And just by proxy that you want to make sure that people are going to be safe <laughs> when when they do decide to come, if they do decide to come. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of people, even even after being vaccinated, 
And even after, you know, rates falling in certain parts of the country, like everywhere in the country is now out of the woods. But in certain parts of the country, you know, rates are going down. Uh, here in Maryland, Maryland is over 70 percent. Uh, I think it's over. We're over 70 percent uh, vaccinated now, like people 12 and older, which is oh, which is awesome. They've oh, gotten yeah. at least one vaccine shot. So, yeah, like um, it, it, I just think, you know, these these they do have a response or um, if they want people to come, you know, they, they do need to make sure they do their diligence to make sure. You know that people know that they're t- they're still taking it serious and it's it's safe to show up because I still know a lot of people who are not coming who are not going to anything this year despite you know vax being vaccinated and, and rates going down in some places. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think the thing that really is interesting about this too is I haven't really seen the inverse. I haven't seen too many people saying I'm not going to go to this con because they're still social distancing and they're still requiring people to wear masks in certain circumstances. I haven't seen anybody show their ass, but that oh. might also just be because <laughs> like I have a limited social media exposure because like I get tired of people's bullshit very, very quickly. So. Oh yeah. No, there's, there's a guy in one of the blurred con groups. I can't remember if it's the official group or, or one of the offshoots. But there's a guy in there who, for the the last couple months, like ever since BlurCon announced that they were, you know, basically gonna um, that they were still gonna happen and they were gonna be working with uh, local authorities to, you know, make sure they can provide a, a safe environment for everyone. He's been completely railing against it, like, oh, I'm not going to BlurCon because they're promoting the vaccine. Cool. And, 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 and he's, he said this as recently as uh, as like last week when uh, when Blurcon said that basically if you want to be able to come, the only vaccine you'd be able to get at this point would be the J&J because it's only one shot. Yeah. And, and even then, even then he like commented on it was like, yeah, well, I'm not going to be going because they're, you know, promoting this. They're still promoting this vaccine and mass and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Okay, okay dude. It's like, all right, man, yeah. you got it. Cool. You're I'm not coming. sure someone we're, will miss you. We're gonna miss you. Yeah, we we're we're gonna miss your presence. Yeah, said nobody ever. You know, like we're good, man. Thanks. You know, like yeah, no, no, just Jesus Christ. Yeah, and as you can tell, he's someone who's not interested in in actually getting information because like there are people uh, from the science community who are who are in like the BlurCon groups who were like. Who originally, like weeks ago, were trying to, you know, do the try to explain, like, well, you know, you know, I understand the hesitancy, but you know, it's just this and safe and blah blah blah. And he just, like, he was regurgitating like every, you know, uh, Tucker Carlson anti-vaccine talking point that you can possibly imagine. It's like, Ugh. all right. Ugh, yeah, yeah. I, I read something really, really interesting that that. Um about Tucker Carlson that made me laugh. They were saying that like all of these leaks that came from um, the the Trump White House and all these leaks that come from like Fox News saying that like, hey, this is what uh, Republicans think and this is what conservatives think and this is what they're all saying. They're all from Tucker Carlson. And that it's a common thing that everybody in the media knows this. And it's hilarious because he literally is outing all Republicans and conservatives and then turning around and going on to his show and like, and then like gassing them up. Like <laughs> he's basically getting paid to out them and say how shitty they are. And then he's just like, 
can you believe the liberal media is doing this? Who's the leak in the White House? And the whole time he's like, it's me. It's like, you, motherfucker. <laughs> I just think it's like the funniest shit ever. It's like, it's just such an indictment on how fucking stupid the whole conservative crew is right now. And like, I can't have, I have zero respect for anybody at this point who is still like, who can actually call themselves a conservative or a Republican with a straight face and not expect everybody to think that they're a goddamn villain. Like, it's not even funny anymore. It's not even like, all right, well, I know some conservatives who are decent folk. Nope. Mm-mm. No, not, not a single one of them. Like every single one of them is just like, well, you know, they did steal the, ele- Oh, shut up. Like, yeah. Like there's no talking points left. All of them are, all of them are gone because they can't even be like, well, we're spending too much money. No, stop, stop, stop. Trump literally like tripled the deficit. Like, fuck you. I'm blanking on the name of it, but there's a a documentary on HBO Max right now. And it's about this trans woman who um, was trying to, to manufacture and market a car. And... Um, it's very kind of up in the air, but not really whether or not it was actually a con to begin with, but it certainly seems like it became a con over time. Um, and there's this whole thing about her being like, uh, kind of a criminal mastermind and like being on the run from the police for a long time, um, from like taking a bunch of money from people. Um, and it's, it's pretty wild, but so they're... One of the people that kind of broke the case and found out about her was a um, a reporter who was kind of covering like a general kind of crime beat kind of thing. Um, and then when he learned that she was trans, like that became his focus. That became what he was leaning on. And it would be one thing if it was just like, we're going to talk about this trans person who is also a criminal. But he insists that it's it's a man posing as a woman and why are you lying to everyone about who you really are and blah 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 bullshit and there are so there's there's a bunch of archive footage from the 70s uh of him like actually doing the the um uh, uh fuck what's the word um on the on the local on the local, like the local news uh yeah um i want to say presentation but i can't remember what the actual term is um real I mean, it's, yeah, it's a newsreel, but it, it's yeah, it, it, it's the actual footage from the the uh, the the news. Anyway, um, but he's constantly dead naming her, and uh, you know, you know, this man who you know goes by this name now, but is clearly this man, and all this bullshit. And I'm looking at him I'm like he looks familiar. Why does he look familiar? And then there's there's uh, uh, a new interview footage with him now. Um, and I'm like, why that guy looks like something about that guy. I can't place it. Like, what is his deal? And I realize that, um, it, it's not so much him as, uh, uh, who else I know, uh, uh, Richard Carlson. Why do I know that name? The Tucker Carlson's father. It's Tucker Carlson's fucking father. Like he's he and like in the interviews, 
He's still dead naming her. He is still talking about this, like, oh, it's not that big a deal. Like, what's the problem? And like, you're like, oh man, it is just, it's just in your fucking blood, man. Like, there's, there's, yeah, he goes by, of course, he goes by Dick Carlson, um, <laughs> and just, just an abject piece of shit, like an absolute asshole. Um, uh, uh, Geraldine Elizabeth Carmichael is the name of the woman. Um, uh, and it, it, it's a fascinating fucking story. Um, so if, if y'all have access to that, highly recommend it. Wait, is this um, the thing, the thing in California about the, yes. Yeah. Okay. I've heard about that. And I think we've talked about it before, but I got to watch this shit. Like this. Uh, yeah. I think it's called the lady in the Dale. Yeah. Um, yeah. The lady in the Dale. Cause the Dale was the name of the, uh, the car, I believe. Uh, but yeah, it's really fascinating shit. Um, she ended up representing herself in court, uh, and doing actually like a really good job too, uh, all things considered. Um, but yeah, fucking Dick Carlson, absolute piece of shit. Of course that's Dr. Carlson's father. Um, just, you know, keeping it in the family, doing all the things, honoring those traditions. Um, but yeah, no, like. It was just, it was such a fucking eureka moment when I realized who it was. Like, god damn it. Ugh, yeah, just fuck them all at this point. <laughs> um, did you guys know that yesterday was the anniversary of the day that we actually started GGR? Really? Yeah, July 4th. It was July 4th, 2014, so... Yesterday was GGR's seventh uh, seventh birthday. Son of a bitch. And there was like zero like sim like symbolism with that. It just like just so happened that like on July fourth I'm sitting around. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, let's start the website. Like that was literally like there was there was no like I'm gonna be patriotic as shit. No, it was literally just like yeah, let's do this now. Why not? Let's why wait? So that was that was the only reason for it. Um, but yeah, GGR is uh, is seven years old. We'd be starting first grade here this uh, this September. Um, yeah, it was just it was funny. I was thinking about it because like of how how different everything is <clears throat> as far as who works on the website and as far as like what we're doing, but also to how similar the the messages because i like i went back and looked at like some of the original ideas that i had and like the images that we wrote and literally it was like the most blasphemous picture i could think of it was a picture of jesus with his arms spread where it said all are welcome at my nerdy table and i was like i was like yeah but that's really kind of what we're doing now too so it really it, it's changed in some aspects but it's very similar in other aspects too so i thought that was pretty exciting pretty pretty cool I don't know what to do about it. I mean, like, it's not like I'm going to just be like, hey, let's have a birthday party. Like, I mean, I guess technically we could do it at AwesomeCon if we really wanted to. But yeah. 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 We still got to figure out some. I think we got to do some cooler stuff, too. Like, we got to do the panel. And then we also have to, like, if, if people actually show up that like that we know, we have to do something. I just don't know what. We have to do something cool. So. Yeah. I, know, I mean, we have time to figure that figure that part out. We do. So all of you out there who are listening, be prepared for some cool shit that we're going to come up with. Don't get your hopes <laughs> up too high. Yeah. But hey, maybe there will be a thing. Just don't. Yeah. Temper your expectations. OK, like, yeah, we'll, we'll come up with something. But on that note, let's kick it off. Let's do this podcast thing. So we continue our MCU rewatch. 
Uh, we are up to Captain America 2, uh, The Winter Soldier, and Guardians of the Galaxy. So make sure you tune into the next episode of Abba Diner, where we will be discussing those movies in particular. So for myself, for MC Brooks, for James Rambo, for all of the contributors here at the Greek Geek Refuge, we appreciate you. We love you very, very much. Keep staying tuned. And remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy. Hash browns at the end, you know, like hash brown team Cobra Kai or something. And then send it to the internet!